Welcome back, everybody, to another amazing Xbox episode. <laughs> that is the X1 Bros. We are your positive gaming and Xbox community. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. As always, I am joined by the bros, the X1 Bros, first and foremost. It's Mr. McSpicy. Hello, how's it going? Next, it's Jordan the Man. Hello. And last but not least, I am X1. It's a big month. It's the month of February. It's the month of love. It's the month of Valentine's Day. That's and what right. better way to, to celebrate the month of love than to change up our game club game of the month. This month's last month's was Gears Tactics. Jordan, real quick, give me a synopsis, review, thoughts. Who should play Gears Tactics before we jump into uh, the February game of the month? Everybody that has Game Pass. Everybody that has Game pla- Pass should and play And anybody it. who's a fan of Gears, because I actually think... Well, they, anybody who's a fan of just that style of game, it's a, it's a, would you call it turn-based strategy? RPG. RPG. Turn-based. Yeah. Anyway, it's very similar to like an XCOM or, yeah. or something like that. It's really good. It is really good. Being set in the Gears universe gives it a lot of character and some fun, fun mechanics to it. But anybody who likes games like XCOM or if you just like the Gears series in general because it does add to the lore and... If you have Game Pass, because it's on Game Pass for both console and PC. That it is. So That it is. Yeah, uh, Gears Tactics, that was our Game Club Game of the Month last month. This month, we've got a new one to join the Game Club Game game of the Month. All you got to do is come join us on Discord. We've got mm-hmm. a channel where we talk about it. It's a really good time. This month's, February's, is the one and only. It's just recently entered Game Pass. Mm-hmm. That's right. It got a Series X launch trailer. Which is amazing, by the way. We watched that during the pre-show. It is the Falconeer. That's right, the Falconeer. Jordan, tell me, what are you most excited for to play? Why are you... What What about the Falconeer makes you excited to play it? I don't know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. It has a very... It has I a mean, very there, there was quite a few things in there that, that, that did good things. <laughs> to me, this is what it felt like. You tell guys, me. you guys Break remember... You guys remember... In Avatar: The Last Airbender, at the end of season one, where they go to the North Pole, yes, uh-huh. I feel like Water Tribe. Yeah, yeah Water Tribe. Yeah. Water I, Tribe. I feel like it's a game where you're flying a giant bird, defending the wa- the Northern Water Tribe. Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It does have that feel. It had it had that vibe to it. It's uh, got an Airbender animalistic vibe to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like instead of flying Appa, you're flying a hawk. Appa! A falcon, probably. A falcon. It is a falcon. Yeah. Yeah, it's the falcon here. They Zuko. should they should make it a hawk, but call it falcon. I hawk. actually, because I'm reading Spellmonger, these in-between books, where it's about this girl who has powers of, she can put herself inside of a hawk and then control the hawk. Like an animorph. Well, it's a falcon, actually, as well. It has got me interested, so I started YouTubing how to become a falconeer. It's pretty cool. Like how to actually change how into to a actually, falcon? No, I, no. How yeah. to like? How do I have magical powers? <laughs> I'm actually gonna Google search that. I want to see what comes yeah. up. No, how to be? How to have a pet falcon, basically, yeah. and do falconing? All I know oh. is they wear gloves because they have sharp claws, sharp talons, talons. I guess yeah, yes. talons would be the proper. Hmm. How to get psychic and magic powers exposed? <laughs> yeah, there's actually quite a bit of stories on this. It's a, Wait, uh, this our, might be a real thing. Are magical powers real? Imagine they kind of they are. They are. Have you not been to Vegas? I just don't. I just don't want the kind that cause like some are, are made by some tragic event. When I was first married, my wife told me I was magical. <laughs> But I think I've lost but it. But then she figured it out. <laughs> but I think I've lost it. <laughs> she figured out I was just a magician with cheap tricks. <laughs> uh, anyways, the Falconeer, super excited. Spicy, what stands out to you on the Falconeer? Why are you excited to play this? Uh, this I mean, I really enjoyed in my childhood Star Fox. 
uh, growing up, and it oh, yeah. it looks like it's Star Fox instead of in a spaceship. You're yeah. on a hawk or yeah. a falcon. I guess. Sorry, you're on a falcon, right? True doctor. Um, and it just looks pretty. It's a pretty game. Yeah, that reminds me of Star Fox. So there's a win there. So I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, you know? very excited. And it's it on, is. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, right? it is yeah. Game Pass. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. It's exciting to see it and jump into it here on Game Game Pass is such a great deal. Such a great deal. Everybody, before we jump in to our discussion here, I just want to remind you, come join us over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash x1bros. Here on Friday, we do record it live. We also have a pre-show and an after party that we record live as well. It's this whole event. So come join us. Come hang out. It's just a great way to get to know us. Great way to get to know the community. If you've not been by, come join us. Uh, otherwise, subscribe because we're dropping videos and doing live streams. Jordan, you streamed this week. What game did you stream? Dragon yeah, Quest. Yeah, we 11. almost made Dragon Quest because of Jordan. Yeah. Game Pass game of the month. We figured it was too long, though. Maybe. I mean, who you know? I'll tell you what. Know. You playing that game made me want to play that game. It's it's pretty fun so far. Let's pull up. Let's pull up Dragon Quest here. Jordan, give me your okay. give me your first impressions and thoughts on uh, Dragon well, Quest. Well, so far, I'm not like super far in. Just a few hours. I I I've been wanting to play this game forever. It's been on Game Pass for quite a while. I think since December. I've never played this Dragon Quest before. I'm I've been excited for it to come to Xbox. I was excited when it came to Game Pass. I'm excited to play it, but I didn't want to start it until I got some other games out of the way. Yeah, you know, because which is understandable. Yeah, because once the you big just, boy once games. you start just you know, I don't want to just fall behind. Yeah. you know what I mean. And then you always got to look over your shoulder. You're, and you're like, ah, from there's behind. that game. Yeah. So anyway, really cool game. It's a turn-based game. This is another game that I don't think is for everybody. One, the art style. Two, the turn-based. It's a JRPG. Strategy. Yeah, it's a JRPG, right? So if you like JRPGs, you'll probably Pet like this. Lady has the most hilarious face. Well, everybody in this game is cross-eyed. Yeah, so just, just so face. you know that. Look at the every, face. Every single person in this game is cross-eyed. I actually really like that. <laughs> I really like that decision that they made. That's a good decision. That's a good art decision for, for comedy. Everybody cross-eyed. No, so far it's really fun. I really like the combat system. It's turn-based, which is which is fun. You do have two different modes that you can play in. So there's the mode that we're looking at right now live on stream, which is the 3D mode, which the is how mode. the game originally released. Then they have... <laughs> She's wow. cross-eyed. Yeah, look at the way she walks. <laughs> then they have... Hey, then they have the classic 2D mode, which makes it look like the original Dragon Quest, like way back on your NES and stuff like that, yeah. which is really cool. And both... You can play the full game through both modes. It's really cool. But the reason I wanted to play this game is, one, it's it, it's got that vibe that I like, right? JRPG yeah. vibe. Final Fantasy vibe, right? I was really excited for the story of this game because I've heard the story in the first couple hours of the game starts out like your typical RPG story, and then all of a sudden it just turns it on its side and takes you for a ride. Oh, I do like being taken for a ride. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Where I'm at in the game right now, the story did start to pick up a little bit, so I'm excited to play more, but this game, so far, I'm really enjoying it. It's on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, it's worth a try. Tell me about playing it old school style. Because I did see you playing that. Yeah, it's a cool feature. It just depends on how you want to play it. Personally, I did it because I wanted to see how it would work. Just what it's like. And what it's like. I wouldn't play the whole game like that. Is it that. too old school? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. It's 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 huh. like the original Dragon Quest. I don't think that's Quest. a bad thing, David. Yeah. No, I don't think it's a Sometimes bad thing. And is. I think some people will like it. Some people won't. Per- I don't mind it. I think it's a cool feature that it's there. Personally, I would just like to play in the newer style, just because I like the newer style. Yeah. But it's fun. I, I it enjoy it. It looked good. I'll t- uh, you know what I really enjoyed? The music, the atmosphere. Yeah. Just wa- I was just watching you play. I wasn't playing it. But it really, it's got character. Yeah. It's got feeling to it. No, it, it, it does. So. It, it does. And 
one thing that the, the, the stream liked, the chat liked, is to save the game, you have to go to church. <laughs> yeah. the, the lore is, awesome. is built in uh, to save the game. Well, you, and to save the game, you go to confession. Well, okay, and you were asked a question and you lied. What you were mean? asked like, "Where do you come from?" And you didn't you lie about? No, it? no, no. I I said everything. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were gonna lie. Jordan me. never lies. I never lie. Yeah, I'm the hero. Me. You disappoint me. <laughs> I'm the hero in this game. Oh uh, well, there you go. Dragon Quest first impressions. If you like JRPGs, a this one I've wanted to play for a while. Yeah, it's so a fun I'm one. Very excited it's, that it's there. Well, I just came off of like Assassin's Creed and you know yeah. Sea of Thieves, so very open world games. This is an open world game, but it's more like a turn based open world. Well, it's turn based in the combat, but the open world is in sections, I guess. Yeah, kind of like a Guild Wars almost, just not as big sections like as Grand Guild Theft, Wars. Old school Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, where you go to it's open world, but within sections. Yeah. So it's not one big sprawling world that's connected. You have to go into different zones that are then open world. So it's a nice, it's a nice break for me. Yeah. You know, it's a cleansing the palate yeah. type of. You're sniffing well, the coffee it's, beans. It's, it's very story driven. There's you can do side quests, but there's limited amount of side quests. It's not there's not a ton of collectibles to go and get. So it's a nice change from say a game like Assassin's Creed, which is really fun, but can be overwhelming at times because there's so much to do and collect and all that stuff, yeah. right? So yeah, very good. Dragon Quest, everybody. Why are you laughing at me? No, I was like, where do you get these phrases? Is that a real phrase that I've never heard? Well, sniffing the coffee beans because when you have you ever been to like a perfume shop or sure, and they have coffee be- cups of coffee beans that you smell. To cleanse oh, your palate. Yeah. See, I. Where do you get these? I don't. From I don't go buy perfume very often. <laughs> I do toilet water. I love it. Toilet and water. That's what it's called. It's called toilet water. Yeah, yeah. Cologne is toilet water. That's what it's called. From. I am not. A, I just realized I'm not very cultured. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know the term toilet water. You know other things though that I don't know. I'm not cultured enough to know <laughs> toilet water. Yeah, in French, see, that's the at the bottom of your cologne. It will probably it'll say it a lot of times toilet water. <laughs> I'm not cultured at all, everybody. I'm well, that guy. You know what? You can't. You are more cultured than I am. Sea of Thieves. You guys have been playing it. Let's actually pull up season one of Season Thieves here. And I want to get your guys' thoughts. Haven't you guys been jumping in and playing Sea of Thieves together? Uh, I have. Yeah. I occasionally show yeah. up. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, let, I, I want to get your thoughts because we talked about the season one battle pass essentially last week on the show. We went over it in depth. What is it like, Jordan? Is it as good as it looked? Because it looked good. Well, I feel like it's a typical first battle pass. Okay. So they're getting their, getting their the, feet underneath them. Yeah, so Sea of Thieves just launched their season one. It's got a battle pass, which is free to everybody. There are, I believe, 13 or 14 rewards that are the premium battle fat pass, or the plunder pass is what they call it, which is just $10 if you want did to buy that. Did you purchase the plunder pass? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, because I wanted to get some of those items. I do feel... My only criticism of the battle pass itself is I wish there was more actual cosmetic items within the battle pass. There's a good handful, but most of the battle pass is doubloons and gold, which then, yes, you can take those doubloons and gold and then just go buy your yeah, own but stuff. But that's not really a huge incentive but, yeah, to complete the battle pass. I would rather have exclusive rewards like, oh, in season one, tier seven was this gun skin that you can't buy anywhere else it was just in season yeah. it was just in season one and that's what i hope they do so what sea of thieves has done is they've actually quote unquote recycled a few items uh in in their history of the game like for example you can get certain items for killing the very first megalodon event if you guys remember that i mean now there's megalodons all over the map but the very first megalodon event where you had to 
crew up with different crews and have teamwork and actually bring it down and sing a song to summon it. The and good all that stuff. Yeah. The very original one. There's specific stuff that you got for doing that specific cosmetics. Those cosmetics are back in the game, but they have a different color. They're like a different color palette. So they're not the original one. So it, there's still value to like, Oh man, that guy did that way back when. Right. Oh Yeah. I, 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 I don't know how to say it. I, I don't necessarily, uh, it's hard to say. I don't, I guess I don't mind that they're doing that, but I wish they wouldn't do that. No, because I it, wish it would be new stuff. Like I don't it, want recolored stuff. Well, here's the thing. It does, it does devalue the first one. Yeah. Because it sure. does make it less unique. You want those as unique as possible. I mean, the, the color scheme's different in some of these. And I was just using the Megalodon as an example. There's, there's another, uh, few, you know, another, another few things you can, or, or a few other things like that. I wish I, I, I don't, I mean, it's different enough to where it's like, okay, it's not the original one, so that it's not devaluing it a bunch, but I, I do wish it was more new stuff, I guess. I, right? I, I understand you know what, what I mean? you're saying. Uh, so, now, the, the, there is a bunch of new stuff that you can buy in the Pirate Emporium, which is fine, but again, I really wish they would have added more of that stuff to the Battle Pass, mm, you know, rather than, because yeah. if you look at the Battle Pass, the majority of the Battle Pass is gold and doubloons. Sure. There are some cosmetics in there. Well, you need a nice, you need a nice mix. Yeah, you need a nice balance. So a good I, battle pass has, and I'm not saying they're the only ones to do this. There's other games that do it as well. You know, like I think what there was a season of Apex where after like level 25, the rest of the battle pass was virtually just like you know coins, Crazy. right? You know, well, I mean, there was a few things here and there. I, I'm not saying it's you know a bad thing, but well, it's it's their first, yeah, it's their pass. it's their first time. I my only criticism towards the battle pass. Is I wish there was a few more cosmetics specifically to the battle pass, right? And another thing, I was talking to our barber about this. I also hope they don't eventually, because it kind of sounds like they will. I hope they don't eventually sell those things that you got in the battle pass in the pirate emporium. I like when things are just specific. For example, you take uh, Vigor or or Apex or something. That guy got that skin in season three of the battle yeah. pass at level twenty five, and that's how you get it, and that's how he got I'll it. Gi- you know I'll, give I mean? you, I'll give you an example. In season three of Vigor, it was very cowboy. No, it was co- cops and robbers uh-huh. theme. Yeah, you can't get those. Oh yeah, there's, those are only there's battle a cool pass. in Vigor. There's a cool skin I have for my pistol that says "Do not cross police line," and yeah. so you can't get that again. And it makes it feel like yeah, I was there for season or three. There's loyalty or there's badges that you unlock uh, yeah. levels, stuff like that. So overall, I though, like, you know, I like when games do that. So I hope they don't eventually sell this stuff in, in the pirate emporium. It, it kind of <clears> seems <throat> like they will. Overall, you, you think it's a solid first battle pass for them though? Yeah, I think it's like, I think it's an okay first one. Yeah. I mean, it's not the, 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 even the cosmetics are nothing to like, I mean, I get battle passes are all subjective, right? Like it's they're, true. they're, you know, I may think one cosmetic is awesome. Bark may think it's the stupidest thing he's ever seen. You know Charming. what I mean? I, yeah. yeah. That's just how it is. <laughs> what they did do that I do really like is they did what I'm calling a soft wipe. And you like this? Yes. So Why is it a soft wipe and not a hard wipe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a bidet wipe. It's yeah. a bidet yeah. wipe. It's, yeah, it's not a no, wipe at all. It cleanses bidet. your palate. <laughs> so if you take a game like, let's talk about Escape from Tarkov. Every so often they completely wipe the game and you have to start over essentially, right? Sea of Thieves did that in a soft way, right? They did a soft wipe. So what they did, but what did is they wipe? all... So your commendations and stuff like that. Okay. So all your commendations to like sit on, for example, sit on all the skeleton thrones. If you've done that before, they essentially... You still have the rewards you got from it, right? But they took it away and basically put it in their their trial system, which is to go sit on them all again, right? Now, I like that because 
it gives new people and people that have played for years something to do again. It's like, oh yeah, let's go do this again. That was fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's a soft wipe. You anything you've earned from doing all those crazy achievements that you've gotten during Sea of Thieves, you still have that. They just have restructured it. So are they going to do that every season? I don't know. Or is this like a one time? I, I don't know. Once I, a year? I think they might do it every season because how the trial system works is when you complete a trial, you get a bulk of experience that goes towards the, the season pass. I see. Right. So I like that they did that. I was thinking, oh, could this get bored after, you know, season after season after season? And then I thought to myself, well, I mean, I do it with Tarkov every season. So Tarkov, Tarkov, Tarkov every season. So no, it doesn't get boring. So Tarkov though is a unique scenario. Scenario, it, it is where they've got this kind of advanced economy going on in there. Yeah, and items broken down like crazy. What I would, I don't know that Sea of Thieves has that. No, which is why I would like to because see them CF do Thieves this. Is balanced. <laughs> <laughs> the reason, the okay. reason it works in Tarkov is. It's you put time and health. effort into it, you're going to be overpowered compared to the yeah. guy who doesn't. Now, okay. what I would like to see them do is, let's take the Skeleton Thrones, for example. They, Like I said, it's kind of a soft wipe where all of that kind of reset. So, we have to go do Skeleton, like our Barber Blake, our Barber. He did all the Skeleton Thrones. Now he has to redo them, and he gets a new reward for doing them, which, sure. which is fun, because then now... He doesn't have to just drag me around to do it. We can do it together. So okay. I think it brings that balance of, you know, all the hardcore players that have done all that stuff can now go back and redo it with, let's say, newer players of the game or just have something to do again. Yeah. What I would like to see them do with the trial system is each. And I know this is work, but I think it would be I think it would be fun is each season maybe introduce different trials. Not, and I'm not saying completely different trials. Like you can keep skeleton thrones well, in every season. Who's to say that they won't? No. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I would like to see that maybe next season we have a you know, maybe 10 to 20 different trials that kind of swapped out and then it keeps it, it keeps it fresh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Fresh so you're not just repeating the same thing every three months. You're, you know, every six months you're maybe repeating the same ones. Just switch things up a bit. That's not a bad idea. Uh, Super Shocker in, or Super Shark in chat says, have you tried emissaries yet? He thinks that's a nice addition. Yeah. Emissaries is really cool. So what you can do with emissaries is you can basically vote to emissary yourself with one of the alliances or one of the, whatever they're called alliances, I believe is what they're called, which would be like the gold hoarders. Yeah. The trades, the traders. Yeah. And then as you do that, you essentially level up your emissary and you can get more rewards, more XP for, for doing their specific quests, which is, which is really cool. I really like season one. I think it's a good start to the season. It makes me excited. I think I'm level 23 ish right now in the battle pass. I'm curious how the, is there 50? There's 50 tiers of the battle pass. I'm curious how the grind is going to be. It wasn't so bad, actually, just to get to where I'm at right now, 23. But I'm curious. I have a sneaking suspicion. I mean, they're, this is a grinding game. Well, they're the king of grind. The king of grind. I have a sneaking suspicion that Battle Pass 40 to 50 is going to be terrible. But I don't know yet. I'm not there. Yeah. Like, grinding-wise. The king of grind. But I'm ex- I like the season update. I really like them resetting all these challenges and giving us new rewards for them. I like the battle pass, although I would like to see a few more items exclusive in the battle pass stuff that you cannot later buy in the pirate emporium. I'm just speculating that they're going to do that. I don't know if they're going to do that. It sounded like they were going to do that in one of their trailers. I would prefer them not to spicy. Have you jumped into season one? Not yet. No. Okay. I've been playing Hitman. Oh, Ooh, another good. Game. Let's talk about Hitman three. We could bring uh, that is, up. Too. Is, is Jordan done then? Yeah, Jordan. no, yeah. Season one's so far it's good of Sea of Thieves. No. So far it's good. So if you've been gone from Sea of Thieves, 
Jordan, yeah, give me, give me. A, but even, summarize this. Real I think quick. this is, should come back. That's to it. that's what the soft wipe is. Why the soft wipe that they did is nice because if you've been playing Sea of Thieves every day of every week, you still have something new to do yeah. in in the season one update as well as players that haven't played in a while. Yeah. So I think it's overall good for everybody. Well, I think a, a, just a, a plunder pass works so naturally, or a battle pass yeah. with a Sea of Thieves no, sandbox game yeah. that's perpetual. No. Already perpetual it's, anyways. It's really fun. I really like what they did. I'm enjoying the game. I'm enjoying the new features they've put in. My my only thing is I just wish there was a little bit more cosmetic stuff in that uh, yeah. in that battle pass. Now, Jordan had played a little bit of Hitman last week. Yeah, first time ever. When we had talked. First time ever. Yeah. Spicy, you played the most recent episodic Hitmans, and you enjoyed them. How is Hitman 3... As a, as a, how, how are you enjoying it so far? It's excellent. I love this game. Yeah. <laughs> I love this game. Uh, it's not for everybody. Let me point that out. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, Hitman never was. They never try to be something that they aren't. They actually stay very true to what it is. You are a silent assassin. The a, silent killer. You're a silent killer. Oh, let me skip ahead in the trailer a little bit so we can um, not spoil any of the story. Although, let me be real. <laughs> I've played these games, and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Kill this like, person. Well, like, you know when Jordan tries to explain, was it? Final uh, Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. This is like that. Like, <laughs> Agent 47 was a clone or something, and somebody, he had a friend growing up, and this this people want to destroy this corporation, and this corporation hired this corporation, and now they're going after Agent 47, and... I don't know what's going on. Like it is like a deep dive into trying to figure out this political thriller. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Right. But which is still, I still try to understand it. It's still interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause man, it's a, it's a very, it's, it's a very good game. Um, so they, they don't try to be what they aren't. This is, you're known as the apex predator. They stay the in their lane. Yeah, yeah, and they do such a good job. You feel awesome when you figure out ways to to kill a certain person. How this game is works, and it's same in it's the same in Hitman Three as in the other Hitmans. And I played uh, the other ones after they had released all their chapters. Sure, um, this one is more like that. I think they released just all their chapters initially, but yeah. they're still separate. Okay, um, which yeah, uh, so. Every map is like, consider it like Majora's Mask on the old Zelda machine, <laughs> the old Nintendo, where things happen on, on a timeline and you can choose to kill people in a certain way. And if you kill them a certain way, you unlock things later, like a different spawn point. You can, you know, unlock a drop point for weapons that when you try to do the challenges later, you can now have access to a silenced weapon in the janitor's closet and, uh, and you can structuralize. Okay. Now I'm going for these challenges right here and I need to kill him with an iron, you know, or, <laughs> or like I need to have him be kicked off of the Dubai tower this turn, you know, and every time you kill them in a certain way, you get bonus points and challenges. And, um, it's actually a really fun game to, to figure out a map and, <laughs> This is funny. I'll tell you something funny about that. To figure out a map and and just understand it and then figure out, okay, if I dress up as the cook, 
I can then poison his food and that gets an unlock later, etc. And every map is so deep and replayable and replayable and replayable that it makes it very, very entertaining, very fun. That is cool. Yeah. That is really cool. I mean, just watching it too, it looks really good. Well, their sandbox is phenomenal. It's yeah, like it's, it really is. Drop you in the world and you just you do it how you want to. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. find you find things and you're like, I mean, I there's this one mission. Uh, it's at a vineyard. I, 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 you know what's funny about this? I I'm, I won't spoil anything, but if I do accidentally spoil, you're not going to know what it means anyways. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, like, there's a... I'm at a vineyard, and the game is, like, trying to force me to kill this person and, like, dump them in, like, a wine machine, and and there's a... It's... it's I. For those of that have played that level, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like this person like leans forward. Oh, look at these moving gears, you know, and you're like, ah, should I push her now? Or should I do a really cool one later? You know, it's I don't know. I really like Hitman. I think it's an excellent game. If you play it like you play Call of Duty, you can beat it in three hours. If you play it like me, each level takes three hours yeah. to play it for the first time, right? Yeah. So Well, what's really cool about di- there? Sorry, is there difficulty levels? Yes. Okay. There's casual, there's normal, and then there's master. Okay, okay. Or masterful, I believe. Jordan, you were saying? Well, what's really cool about their replayability is, like Mark was saying with the challenges, you could play the same level 10 times and have a different experience each of those times. Correct. Because of how many ways there is to get to your target. Yeah. I mean, and you you can go in guns blazing and just play it like a Call of Duty map if you wanted to, and you'll get a lot of points, and it... Actually, that unlocks certain things for later because you need to kill, you know, that's one way to kill them. Yeah. But there, there's the, what makes this game great is just the way they allow you to use your imagination. And somehow they thought of you able to do that. And it was a, come to find out it's a challenge to kill them in this way or, yeah. and not get caught or to do it, you know. There's even like soda challenges where you smash Dr. Pepper over their heads and stuff. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, I didn't know this until you mentioned it, but there's leaderboards too. Oh, in, yeah. And how, so if you, basically the more points you get for doing different challenges, then carry over to the leaderboard so you compare yourself against friends or the yeah. world and stuff, which is I'm really cool. I'm destroying you, da- or Jordan. Yeah. I'm destroying Well, it took me like you. two hours on that first one because <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was doing a lot of different stuff. Well, because it's, so, it's like, okay. So this is this room, and you okay, and then you're figuring you're figuring out what these map people knowledge. like map knowledge, <laughs> yeah. and then you're learning as you're standing around. People are talking, and then you find out intelligence about oh this person, you know, he, this person is very particular about their electronics. So if you break something, that person, not a peon or somebody else, yeah. not a worker, will go up and fix it. So then you'll have some alone time with them, and you can just go up and kill them that way. Yeah. Right? You can gain elect uh, gain. A lot of intelligence just by being a silent assassin, sitting there and listening. Yeah. Really cool game. It's, a, it's cool. different. If you're not used to a Hitman game, it's very different. That's why I say it's not for everybody, but I really, really enjoy well, it. Well, it's exciting. So Mark, Mark's destroyed me on the leaderboard on the well, on this level, actually, that we're watching right now because this is the first level. But what's exciting is now that you've done it, once I finished that mission, I didn't immediately want to go on to the next one. It's like, oh, I kind of want to go back, and I think I can do it this way. And better, you know, yeah, replay it's, it. it's really... It's there's like I said, their sandbox is phenomenal. Well, and we were talking like that, that same level. Yeah, we 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 killed our targets very differently. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's fascinating. I I kicked him off the skyscraper, and how did you? So one of the targets walked in while I was hiding a body, <laughs> and, and we had this weird interaction 
So I just shot him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, it was like this awkward looking at each other. Things like got seconds. a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, very cool game. And I think I'm just, a, I, I think I'm on the last level. It feels as though I'm on the last level. So I've almost beaten this That's game. That's fantastic. I, I do want to say one thing. If you have this game on the Series X, it looks phenomenal and it does incorporate ray tracing as well. Yeah. Which very, very cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very good game. I, I strongly recommend it. And do you know what I what I like that they did that is I think is going to be a lot more common? Um, I think because Call of Duty started doing this in a certain way. But you go into the menu system, which I don't think the menu system is the best. I okay. think it's really confusing. It took me like 20 minutes to find where my load, where my saved games were. Sure. <laughs> kind of a deal. <laughs> but they set it up to where... In the game, you can play Hitman 1 chapters, Hitman 2 chapters, and Hitman 3 chapters. Yeah. In that game. Like, it's part of Hitman 3 to play all the other releases. Wow. You have to buy the other releases separately, but, but you can play you them can all play, Yeah, and I, I believe they're updated to the current graphic Correct. standard, which is wow, really cool. Wow, that yeah. is... So you can start at the beginning... Uh, and they have, uh, it's like for 79 bucks, I think you can get everything. The super duper edition? Yeah. You can get one, two, and obviously that three, That would right? be, go through them and then you would understand the story. I've gone through them. I've even watched recaps to try to figure <laughs> it out. Like it's, it's a complicated, I mean, you're talking a room full of faces, pictures on the wall with yarn going everywhere, trying to figure out the constant and the ICA and... There's all these companies that are, I had no idea that so many companies wanted to kill so many CEOs. I had no idea. It's cutthroat out there, man. Yeah, it's a cutthroat world. Yeah. Anyways, very good, very good game. I really enjoy it. In some big news this week, MLB The Show. It is coming to Xbox. We got a release date. First time on Xbox. First time on Xbox. Very oh, exciting. Oh, that's awesome. When it, I didn't know this. Very exciting. Yeah. So, that, I mean, the, the Major League Baseball redid their contract with their licensing deal with Sony and basically said you have to put us on all boxes. So it's not it's not it's not something we didn't know. It's not something we didn't know but we it's just time. Didn't, we just didn't know the release date. Yeah. And so release date is April 20th, which is very exciting. Now let me tell you. If you've never if you're not into sports games or you don't think you're into sports games, baseball is the funnest sports game to go through and play a season. And the reason for that is it it's statistics. Baseball is all about statistics. And so you can <laughs> You can keep track of all of your stats, your player stats, your team stats. There's so many games in a season. You can play one a day, and it just keeps going. It's so it's so good. MLB The Show, here it comes to Xbox. I think this is big. Xbox. It's a really big deal. You have been for how many years, David? You have been trying to say, I'm only, uh, you, you get a PlayStation just to play that game. Yeah, a lot of people do. How, yeah. how many years have you been wanting this to, to I'm come very to excited. This, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be jumping all over this. It's going to be so, so sweet. I know a lot of people in the community are excited for it as well. Beyond that, and kind of in the same vein, sports news, sports gaming news. Yeah, a lot of sports we news We lost this week. NCAA football in 2013. NCAA 2014 was the last one to come out. And we now EA dropped an announcement over on Twitter this week and said all it said was college football is back EA sports and fun, funny way that they did it, which I think is hilarious and simultaneously hilarious and awesome is they went around the NCAA. So the reason that what happened is in 2014, they were sued 
uh, for using college players likeness. And, you know, you got to go through licensing deals and stuff like that. So basically, they've EA said, we've always wanted to do this. Now the time is right. The CEO of, of EA said that this week to bring back college football. If you notice, it's not called NCAA football. It's called college football because they went around the NCAA and went basically to individual colleges. I believe they have over 100. Yeah, colleges, through the yeah. collegiate licensing group. And license them individually without the NCAA. That's a huge punch in the nuts to the NCAA. Yeah. Suckers. I, I it's partially I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about this because I used to work in NCAA compliance. I mean last two years I haven't, but before that, that's what I was in. And this is this is a big deal and another step forward into really getting rid of the NCAA as a governing body. The NCAA in college athletics really only is there to enforce rules. They don't make money off of college football, for instance. They make money only off of basketball. The NCAA tournament, it's called the NCAA tournament basketball because it's the NCAA is the only thing that they make money off of. But they're over rules for football, and sometimes those rules don't make any sense, and sometimes they're oh, and then they enforce, super overhanded. And they enforce rules for some schools and not other and schools. And heavy-handed, and it's just become this giant bureaucratic mess, and I think eventually... The colleges are just going to go off into their own thing. This is kind of a first yeah, step so in that direction. EA, EA is leading the charge. EA is leading the charge. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting college football back. That's exciting. I could not be more excited. The reason this is a big deal is because the way that it used to work that I used to play is I would get NCAA college football every every year. I would play my character from high school through college, get him drafted into the NFL. You could save your character, bring him into your first season of Madden. He'd get drafted into Madden on your team, and you play him all through Madden. It is so cool. It's so much fun. Uh, also, the way they were getting away with not being sued for likenesses is they just paid for the licensing of the college mascot brand and stadium. And traditions. And traditions, yeah. And and players just randomly generated, which that's exactly all you need in college football. <laughs> so basically what they'll do is like, they'll be like, okay, Alabama has a 80 rating. You know, they're yeah. basically just going to give it a rating yeah. that match. You know. And then you can go in and mod your own players if you like. But college football isn't about the players anyways. It is about the teams. And so it just works really well. I'm yeah. really, really excited. It's big. It's a big moment for sports. It is. It's in the early stages of development, so I don't think we're going to see it this year. We'll no. probably maybe see it late next year, yeah. I think. Well, what's funny is I went back and was watching the trailer for NCAA 2014. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Things have progressed quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it's going to be, I mean, how many years of Madden mechanics do you have that they're probably going to incorporate over to the new college football game, right? Yeah, physics alone. You think, have, different you think they'll have too. ultimate team? College ultimate team? <laughs> With random, <laughs> random, random characters. Just make up names, players. right? Yeah. Can't you just make your own stuff up? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't uh, think... I wonder what they will do with it. They might do something recruit-wise or something. See, the cool thing in... If they had like a dynasty mode... I mean, they do have a dynasty mode... What they could do now with systems in play... Oh, it's it's blown my mind. Yeah, it actually, it actually will be interesting to see what they do because... EA makes a lot of money off of Ultimate Team because of the microtransactions, yeah. both in Madden and FIFA. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with 
college football if they do anything at all. I mean, maybe, maybe they, they, will, maybe they won't. I mean, yeah. it all depends on who's de- you know. It all depends. All they right? need are aliases with any card random name. Yeah. 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 Like Jerry the Tank. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> He's could, a 96. Well, you know how you could do it since it's <laughs> randomly generated. You could sell like different school cards to upgrade your. You have to get those cards to upgrade your single player team. Yeah. Something like that. That way. I assume they'll have. I don't know. But maybe they'll just. Maybe it'll just. Maybe college football will be the basic. Madden. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. what. Not what Madden used to be, but maybe they'll take a lot of that stuff away and just. Focus on yeah football football yeah there you go yeah <laughs> yeah so very in cool. my game a first thing I'm gonna do is fire my head coach at USC <laughs> that's the first thing I'm gonna do if he's not he's fired out. by then let's see a year from now he's probably I, will still I be bet, there I bet he what probably will still be there I bet what they'll do is they'll do their what's it called Road to Glory or I don't know what it's called their oh, single player campaign yeah. you know with the cutscenes and all that I bet you they'll do because that actually kind of works really well for college because you it can does. do four years yeah that know, does that works not unless bad. you know you choose to go to the NFL when you're a junior yeah, that works know. not bad I believe Happy Mayo left us a comment today and he said he calls dibs on the X1 Bros Dynasty mode which is like the group season mode yeah. so oh, Happy okay, Mayo cool. everyone has dibs talk to him when this game comes out in a year a year or two and we'll be able to set yeah. that up with the X1 Bros very excited and also I'm excited if anybody wants to we do have um, a very vibrant Madden League shout out to everybody that's in the Madden League. It's huge, huge shout out. Who runs? Who runs the Madden League? Why? Why not Black Knight? Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Is it Dark Knight. I know. I'm like Black Knight. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. It's Dark Knight. Sorry, Dark Knight. I forgot your gamer tag there for a second. Uh, Dark Knight does a fabulous job running the Madden League. Uh, if anybody would like to run the MLB The Show League, comes out in April. Let us know, and we can run it. We'll set up a channel in there. I'll tell you what. For baseball, that would be. It would be intense. It would be weighing. It all be all about making trades and oh, it's so exciting! It would be Moneyball the It'd movie. Moneyball, Moneyball the movie. We got a couple seasons that dropped. That Not we just a couple. I think every season in the world started this week. Yeah. So we had Sea of Thieves season one, which we already talked about. Let's talk about Apex first. We have and, Ro- a- and Rogue Company real quick. Rogue Company. We have yeah. Rogue Company, which I actually think this is actually very exciting. So if you haven't played Rogue Company, it's a third person tactical. Well, I don't know if you'd call it tactical. It's a third-person... Arena. Yeah, I guess it is tactical. Third-person tactical strategic arena shooter. <laughs> yeah. It's basically Counter-Strike in third, third person. person, which is really cool and really fun. So they came out with... This is their first season. So season one, 50-tier battle pass, which you can do a paid version or the free version. Uh, the paid version gives you everything. The free version, just like any other battle pass, you get so many things throughout the the 50 tiers. New Rogue Kestrel, which is really cool. And then they have a new Ranked. uh, Ranked has been there, but they've kind of revamped it a little. A new Ranked season. Their Ranked season seems like it's very similar to Apex's Ranked, where you work your way up from Bronze, Silver, Gold, Diamond, you know, all the way up to the top. You do have 10 placement matches that you have to play, and then it'll put you in one of the leagues, and then you go up and down from there. But Rogue Company Season 1, again, their first season, they do have some pretty cool stuff in the Battle Pass, but very exciting. Rogue versus Valorant. Well, they're different because Valorant's really fun too. <laughs> they're different because Valorant's fun. That's, that's, yeah, well, that's no, right no, that's no, right. no. Rogue <laughs> no. companies, fun. they're different because they're in th- one's third person, one's first person, right? I mean, that actually. Yeah, but is there a preference there for you? I like them both a lot. Spicy, you played them both? Yeah. I don't. I like them both, <laughs> but I'm playing other games right now. <laughs> I'm in between uh, those games, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're good. I mean, they're really good. I, I I actually prefer third person just because I like to see my outfits. Yeah. Sounds really stupid. Well, and that's where 
but I like to see what I get. Right. Yeah, and yeah. that's where I think a, a battle pass or seasons in Rogue Company does really well because you're always in third person, so you can yeah. see all your cool outfits, right? Yeah. Whereas even in Sea of Thieves, you're in first person, even though you're getting a cool outfit, you're not necessarily seeing it all the time. Everyone else can see you. Yeah, everybody but not else, you. yeah, not you, yeah. So anyway, so very cool. That is na- available now. Every every like I said, every season started this week, and then we have Apex season eight. A lot of big changes. So well, we got Fuse. We got Fuse, and we have his official abilities. We went over them. A couple weeks ago, and they were kind of the data data mind abilities, but these were are the they, official abilities. It seems like they were accurate. Yeah, they were pretty close. The ultimate was a little off, but they were pretty close. So, new new legend fuse. His passive is stack an extra grenade per inventory slot, fires grenades further, faster, and more accurately. So that's his passive. Now his passive, I think, is really good because it's an extra great grenade per inventory slot. So you can have. A lot of extra grenades. You could just yeah, be, you a could, you be a grenade machine, which is which is really cool. His tactical is the knuckle cluster, which is uh, he shoots a cluster bomb off of his off of his arm, which we knew from before as well. Uh, the ultimate is the mother load. This is where it's a little bit different. So the ultimate is called the mother load. He launches a bombardment that encircles the target area with walls of flames. So when it was data mined, it sounded like. Basically, the bomb would explode and spread the flames. What yeah. happens is you actually shoot something into the air. It blows up, and then the fra- the the flames circle an area. So they don't like expand in an area. They immediately go down to like a perimeter, if that makes sense. So you can, can you can trap how much, people how much, within it. So it's how like much, a zoning ability, right? Yes, you correct. Can zone people in certain areas. Maybe split up a team in yep. half. You can run through those flames, but you're going to take damage. You can run through the flames, but you're going to take damage, and you take quite a bit of damage from when I was trying it out. That would make so. sense because if you didn't, then that. Ability yeah, yeah, well, amazing. So you can combo it with, say, I don't know, a Gibraltar ultimate or something like that, or a or a Bangalore. Well, that's interesting right? because you could also use it as a defensive mechanism. No, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a zoning ability, right? Yeah. So you can zone to retreat, zone to push. That's cool. Zone to split. You know, there's you could you zone. Yeah, yeah. That is no, cool. it's it's really cool. So his kit is really fun. I've played him a few rounds. Really, really fun. I I actually like him a lot. I think I'm not a huge fan of like the you know the banners at the beginning where it shows like your character. He actually has a couple really cool ones that are uh-huh. worth getting because I think it's just his character personality. Yeah. Have you have you uh, had a chance to play with the new weapon? Yes. So there's a new weapon, the 3030 repeater, which is like the Western yeah. under rifle. I haven't gone into the training and like done the numbers for it. It seems pretty okay. Although my headshots may be a little off, so I mean, I've, if I hit my headshots, they might be a little better. It seems like it can take down someone, like if it's just their health, in about two shots to the head, three shots to the body. From what I can tell, I like I said, I haven't gone in and tested the numbers in the actual firing range. I've just used it in-game. So if a person has no shields, base health, I feel like it's two shots to the head to kill them, about three shots to the body. Again, I may be, I may be missing some of those shots, so that's just like a rough estimate. But it's a cool weapon. I'll be interested to take it into the firing range and see the actual numbers on it, especially against like higher end shields, how well it does, you know, headshot, body shot, distance, yeah. stuff like that. But it is a freaking cool weapon. I mean, it's it's a it's a repeater. It's and a how, 30-30 repeater. And how about the yeah. change to the map? Yeah, so the map has changed sections of King's Canyon. I no big haven't deal. yeah, I haven't really noticed. I I don't think I've really played in those areas yet. I haven't noticed a ton of the changes, although I haven't really, I, di- I didn't really play Kings Canyons a lot before because I preferred World's Edge. Mm. So I just usually waited till World's Edge was up on rotation and then, and then yeah. and did that one. But new map changes, hopefully we'll get to dive into that a little bit more this week as we play. But 
Overall, so far, it so it's far. really fun. They well, did Fuse, his trailer was cool. Yeah, He's they did. Cool they did add a new item called Legendary Magazines, which I think you may not think it's super impressive just by hearing what it does, but I actually think it's going to change. Not, I don't know. It, I think it's going to change the meta a little bit. So, what a Legendary Magazine is is it's a gold magazine for your gun. It's the same ammo capacity as a purple magazine, but what it does is it auto reloads a holstered weapon. So. Let's say I have a gun. I shoot it dry. I swap to my other gun after f- I think it's I think it's about five seconds or so. I think I think it's about five seconds exactly of that gun being holstered. It auto reloads. Mm. So that's it's interesting. Really strong. Yeah. Well, it, I think it can be used very strategic because I can I can mag dump with let's say a Spitfire, which already has what thirty five rounds in it, yeah. or I don't know what the purple. Let's just say thirty five. I know it's probably wrong, but let's say thirty five. So mag dump thirty five rounds. Swapped my, let's say, R301. Continue firing. Continue firing, and then that runs dry. If it was within that five seconds, which it probably will be, swap back to my Spitfire, which is another which is another 35 rounds. Stop so fire. I think, yeah, so I, I actually really like it. I, no, yeah, it increases it, it, your DPS yeah. by a lot, because there's no downtime. You're just firing bullets. Yeah. Now, I think it all depends on what guns you have paired together because let's say you have a, a spitfire and then you have an r99 which can unload a magazine in like half a second yeah but you're <laughs> you shooting know. at the sky yeah and you, should, you know <laughs> it may not be I, I think it all depends on what you have it paired with i don't you know because you do have to have it holstered for i believe it's about five seconds and then it'll auto reload but that being said i still think that is a very interesting mechanic <laughs> and i think it can be used in very interesting ways. Like you guys said, you can have just straight DPS going on for, for a long time, you know? Yeah, that's cool. That's very Which cool. is really cool. And it's not too hard to find. I played about, oh, let's say five to eight matches. I feel like I found one maybe every other match. So I, I they're not uncommon. You know, they're not like everywhere, but they, I, I it's gettable i guess it's not it's not a super rare item i I feel like i found one maybe about every other match or so the last season pass that dropped that we're going to talk about today is vigor yeah jordan specifically put this in here and said i have thoughts i do and so i want to hear your thoughts on so i have season seven it just dropped for vigor i have good thoughts and i have not so good thoughts (laughs) (laughs) no I, i i don't think the game's in a bad state or anything like that. I, I I still think the game's in a in a decent state. I think it was in a better state last season because of some of the features they added. But I, I do like the battle pass. Let's just get that out of the way. I, I don't think it's, you know, terrible. So we get the, the new battle pass, which is another 50 tiers. And again, it's all subjective. There is actually a really cool helmet that I want to get in this one. Kind of reminds me of like a World War II helmet. Anyway, one of the changes is we got the three new weapons. And I just like so one of the weapons is called the Lashive or the oh, l- the Chive. The Chive. Dude. I just I think that's a good nickname. That and is then, a good nickname. You got the Chive. Get the Chive. <laughs> it's bringing in the It's chive. an OP shot. It's the most powerful shotgun. Which is nice because I feel no like question. I see this is this, I feel like this battle pass. I feel like there was a lot of I think you said it pretty well in in one of your there's a lot of good ideas that I don't think were implemented the best way. Mm. That, that's how I feel this battle pass was, or this this season is so far. The weapon, I feel like there's a lot of good ideas, and not all of them were implemented the best. Sure. The weapons, for me, were I think are the biggest part of this season. Well, that Lechive just... The I'm, I'm going to say it. It bends people over. It slaps. It <laughs> yeah. slaps hard. It's, yeah, it does. It's eight. <laughs> You'll like it. It's eight <laughs> rounds, and you can just go, bow, 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 bow. Uh, 
of hard hitting slaps. <laughs> yeah, hard hitting facial uh, well, slaps. Well, it is the best shotgun in the game right now, correct? It, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, of course, which, because which of that. Is, which is nice because I feel like there hasn't been a lot of shotgun <laughs> running around lately, yeah. right? Yeah. I do like the new pistol, though. Pistol whippage. Oh, it's the three shot bursts. Yeah. But it's basically that Call of Duty Beretta. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Which they can't we, use that name, though, because they don't own the license. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the. M60, the big machine gun. Big boy. I've not used that one yet. It's, I'm not a fan of any of the machine guns. There's too much kick, but that one is probably the best one. One of the best ones. Cool. Very cool. So give me your thoughts, though. What? Okay. What are your What are your statements? So the shotgun's really cool. The pistol's cool. The shotgun, I think, is the best out of the three weapons, given I haven't used the, the third weapon yet. Oh, anyway. So anyway, jumping into the new features. So they have new extract requirements, which I actually do like. So the extract requirements... When you go into a match, there are, and it feels like it's random, actually, because so, some matches, all the extracts were open, other matches, some were locked, right? I, I almost wish it was more permanent, but anyway, so you jump into a match and you extract. When, at certain extracts, let's say like a pier, it may require five gasoline to get out. Yeah. So so certain extracts, they lock, they lock they're, they're locked now behind a paywall of certain things, right? I do wish I think that's I think this is actually a really good idea. I do like this. So then you can't just, you know, you have to almost strategically think of what extract you're going to take. I I wish they weren't random, though. I wish they were more permanent. I think every exit should be locked. I don't I don't know about every exit on every map because the randomness. No, I'll I'll jump into the same map two times in a row and every exit will be wide open sometimes. Oh, yeah. No. And that's my problem. I wish it was permanent saying like, for example, let's take battery, a map we all know. Right. It has what one two three four let's what four five extracts. Yeah, I went in on that map. All of them were open. I went in again. Two of them were locked. You know what I mean? I wish it was fixed. Like let's make three of them always locked. And I don't want the requirements changing. Three of them always locked, and they always cost this. I agree with Jordan. That that's more like a Tarkov thing. Yeah, move. yeah, mm-hmm. and it works because you go, oh. I can't go here because I need this. I don't have fuel I don't, in it, this case, or I can't go here because I don't have metal parts. So, so, so yeah. now it'll force you to go figure out another way to figure, you know. But I, you always have if you, if if you're, you know, you're looting and you're going, oh, I have fuel. That means I can now go to here. Mm-hmm. You know, it unlocks that in your brain. Now I haven't tested, David. Maybe you have on the map. What is it? Uh, it's one of my. I think it's saw. It's sawmill, but it's not called sawmill. You know which map I'm talking uh-huh. about. On that map, send us or whatever. Yeah, on that map, there's a boat that you can extract from, and it costs five fuel. I don't know if that actually already always costs five fuel. Some or of them are permanent. Okay, see, I like I like that. Yeah, but I agree with you. I I don't. I wish well, I wish it wasn't random. Well, when you load it into the so match. the intent of this in my mind, spicy. You could correct me if you think I'm wrong here. The intent of doing an implementing a mechanic like this, like Jordan said, is to keep players in the match longer. So it means players must have been leaving soon correct am i wrong in assuming that no yeah it's it's trying to promote uh, pvp which correct. is what this game what well, yeah exactly it's I, it's trying to promote i PvP. think a better way to do it would just be to have it on a timer exactly like, you can't you can't leave until like because there's always for instance there's always a wolf howling just make that the time signal make two minutes it, maybe halfway through the map two match. minutes three minutes let's say it's a 13 minute match make it at the six minute mark I, I I think that's exactly right. And that's how I feel this patch is. Oh, this is a good idea. 
a better way to do it would be, and I feel like that's how this season has been for yeah. me so far. Yeah, I do agree with you. I think they should either they should make doesn't, some type of requirement to extract. Well, doesn't Tarkov do that? Don't they punish you for extracting exactly, too soon? Exactly. It's called Correct. a run, it's called a run through. They have multiple requirements. Uh, I don't know the loot requirements, but I know it's at least ten minutes. It's a so there is there's an XP requirement and a time requirement. It's ten minutes. If you're in the match for ten minutes, you can leave. And you can uh, you don't get a run through. If you get a run through, you can't sell your stuff to the to everybody. That's the punishment. You basically get a lot less money mm -hmm. for your loot. Uh, the other requirement is XP. You get XP by eating. You get XP by killing things. And you get XP by looting and move and going distances, like going across the map. You hit a certain threshold, then the ten minutes doesn't matter mm. because you're playing the game. They basically want you to play the game. They want you to look for loot and they want you to kill people. Uh, I do think Vigor's in an interesting, in a tricky situation because you've got to remain separated that you can't just copy Tarkov. Well, and I, I don't think they are Tarkov or need to be Tarkov. No, no, and they don't want to be. But exactly, and and that's fine. But like you said, I feel like there's better ways Tarkov to do has got, done better mechanics with that stuff for well, sure. And it doesn't mean that they don't have to be Tarkov to have it make sense <laughs> like it's a good idea implement it you're not yeah. copying no it's true yeah. it's not the game the other thing is the camping in this that I 100% disagree with and do not like what they did at all so it's basically not changed the game at all it's a two minute if you're sitting still for two minutes you just get mortar striked which to me I feel like is almost a way to appease I'll be honest this is an Xbox show it's to appease. We're watching gameplay right now. This is a PlayStation player. It's to appease PlayStation fans. I really believe that because <laughs> they're new. They just they're got new into into, it. They're new into the game because it just released on PlayStation. Just released not, this yeah, last not season. Just, not because PlayStation. Yeah, you know, not because of that. It's their anti capping community. It's because they're new to this game. They're new to this game and, and, and style of game. There's so many complaints. About camping, and yet I I refuse. I don't see where camping benefits you. At all in this game, it doesn't. You actually, you, oh sure, you you get you get you get a chance of sitting still all game and maybe getting a guy that has a ton of loot, and then you win. Maybe that's so inefficient. It's it breaks the. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. And so camping was not an issue. Number one, number two, by taking away the ability to sit still and camp if someone so chooses, really takes away the threat of like a someone camping at a point of interest. It it which is the, is what this game is. What if if you get rid of camping, you automatically and people can disagree with me, but you automatically devalue snipers. Like there's not if you can't camp, in my opinion, there's not a point to bring in a sniper. I mean, I snipe, but I'm not can't. Well, and it's so easy to do. You just got to move slowly bush to bush anyways, which is what I do in Well, I just anyway. I just don't know why it's a feature. So in their patch notes, I feel this, like this is what got me mad. Is in their patch notes they said, and if the players have the audacity, audacity, audacity whatever that word is, audacity. audacity to camp, and I was like, they're going to get striked. That made me think, okay. Okay, let me let me get this. It's straight. an appeasement. I think yeah. it's an appeasement move. I think it's either yours or one of the developers got camped and now they have to. <laughs> yeah, they were. I, and I think that's, <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> I think that that's. I feel like that's usually what happens well, when things change. Because I'll tell you, a great mechanic was exit camping. Exit camping is always do, a thing. Yes. They implemented crows. So if in a radius, if you enter an exit, or you're getting close to an exit, and someone else is in that area, crows will fly up. Yeah. Much better mechanic. It makes it so that you can still camp exit. Mm-hmm. 
and you still have an advantage over someone because you maybe can see them, but it makes that person aware. This it makes this them, doesn't fix camping. Number one. And number two, camping's not an issue to begin with. Yeah. Well, what frustrates me about this one is I think the crows are good because it just lets you know that someone's within that extract, right? Which you can basically counter that by just camping outside the extract and looking at it. But anyway, overall, it's a solid I, I like I like that it – well, that change. So the crow change is fine because it – Let's you know there's a, someone camping the extract without, without giving the, away their it, position. It doesn't punish you for the camping. mortar strike. Complete. The reason it frustrates me is not only does it devalue camping, which again I'm not a camper. It's not necessarily my play style, but I'm not against people that are doing it. It it discourages camping, which I think devalues snipers. Right. In addition to that, it gives away their position, and in these types of game, positioning is everything. If you know where someone's at, you have a huge advantage over them. Yeah, huge. Which I, and it mortars them, so it makes them weaker, so everybody goes, oh, Jeff's over here camping, he's already at half health, let's go run and shoot him. Let's go run you know, I, I, I don't, I really don't like that mechanic. So overall, what do you think of season seven of Vigor? I think it's good. <laughs> we are like I hammering think it. Well, no, no, We're I like mean, those there's... reviews that hammer uh, the game, they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, it's a, good. It's a perfect. No, I don't think it's as good as season six. I think it's a I think it's a, a a decent season, if you will. Right there, there is a couple other features. Uh, what was the? I feel like there was one more I was going to touch on. Was there any more? Because there was the the new extract, which no, I really that was, like. That was good. You got everything. Uh, yeah. No. Anyway, I think it's I think it's a decent season. I really don't like that camping mechanic. I I think it, like I said, I think it devalues snipers. I think it gives away people's position in a game where positioning is everything. Yeah. Um. I just I I don't. I, I don't know. This is how I look at it. All right. <laughs> and let me, let me, I, you guys can agree with me or disagree with me. They wanted to put in an anti-camping mechanic, right? I think they wanted to do it just to say that they had done it. Yeah. They want to put in an anti-camping mechanic. The way I look at it, when I jump into a round, I am the anti-camping mechanic. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I look at it. You know? That's how I, that's how I look at it in Tarkov. That's, that's how I look at it in... Great. That's how I look at it in, in Vigor. Because like we talked about a few weeks ago, you start to learn, oh, they're going to camp here. I'll check that. We're good. You know, yeah. it, you know, just we need to make know. that a T-shirt. Yeah. You don't need an anti-camping mechanic. I, I am the anti-camping anti mechanic. mechanic. So that is hilarious. And, but overall, I do think other than that change and maybe a few tweaks to the to the extract, I maybe think, not making them random. I think this season is a season of behind the scenes. Yeah, they did do a lot of back end stuff, stuff, server stability. And I think they're trying to work on that. And I think they're prepping to bring this to PC, which in its current state, I think it's going to get destroyed by PC players. Here is why. So right now, the get the guns. One number one. I think there's way too many guns. There's like over sixty guns, way too many. For instance, five shotguns. All of them are do the exact same thing except for one. Well, the five shotguns one. and only one's viable. And only right? one is viable. They have that with almost every gun class. <laughs> so why, why, why have that gun class? Number two, I think the reason that it would get destroyed by hardcore PC players, like let's say a Doctor Disrespect plays this or a Shroud. I can snipe in its right. This person's running with an AKM uh, or V58, actually. Two VZ58s. Right now, sniping is broken. You can snipe with a VZ58. You can snipe with... Last night I was streaming. I had a, I had a bugle. I'm hitting people from across the map because one random headshot gets them. So why not just burst instead of zoom into a sniper and do it? They need to balance their guns. That's my you biggest complaint. Do have like balance them in a way damage that... Damage drop-off? Yeah, damage drop-off on bullets for certain weapons. Exactly. And tier, you know. Exactly. And right now, 
uh, the end of season six, I'm in I'm in matches playing specifically as a sniper, and you're getting you you're getting competed with an AKM which has no scope from 300 meters away. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's 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 unbound. They, yeah, they need they need to fix their gun mechanic gun mechanics with that respect, and that hasn't existed before. So I don't know what they did, but all of a sudden everybody's rolling with really cheap weapons and just dominating. And the weapons, the upgraded weapons, is the incentive to play the game. Yeah. Well, because what you're saying, I mean, I so get what like imagine a shroud. They'll play this for two seconds, be like, I'm done. This is stupid. Or they'll dominate. Or they'll dominate with a... No, no because it's random. It, it's not... What I'm saying is, there's not skill to the weapons. And it's so easy. The other day I was in a match with a guy trying to snipe in. He had this exact same weapon, the VZ-58. He's up on a hill doing circles. And while he's doing circles, he's firing at me, headshotting me. That's an instant kill from 300 meters away. That is ridiculous. On a weapon that... It's not designed to do that. On a weapon that's not designed to do it, not even taking time to aim. Like, there's too many ways to game it. Do you know what's funny? I kind of want to play this now. (laughs) (laughs) What you're saying to me is appealing. Because, you know, it's like Happy Gilmore. The sad thing is you've been playing this game your whole life. I can go go in with just a crappy gun and have a good time. That is funny. Do you think they're going to eventually bring it to PC? Yeah. Have they talked about it? No, no, but there's some things happening that I think indicates they're bringing it to PC. Uh, It'll it'll be really interesting when it comes to PC, and I'm going to say something that may be controversial, (laughs) but it's correct. Controversial point. But it's correct. Yeah, it it is. I mean, you can disagree with me, but But you're wrong. But it's correct, what I'm about to say, (laughs) is this game has very, I don't want to say punishing, but very interesting recoil mechanics and it is a lot easier to control recoil on a mouse than it is a controller. Oh, yeah, you'd control, so yeah. it, I, I'm going to be really interested to see if they do cross play with the PC or not and, and how they, if they even, you know, well, I mean, how they, you're already, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's very, de- I, I, it's going to be, interesting. you're already dealing with it because I believe that you can hook up mouse and keyboard on the to PlayStation game anyways. Oh, okay. So they huh. enabled that. I don't think they enabled it, but I'm 99.9% sure that there's, there's, a work cheaters. Around, there's a workaround. <laughs> the guy that was yeah, spinning on me had that workaround. It's a been, uh, it's been, a $500 black market device. I've been watching Reddit. I've, I've seen those devices. <laughs> I've been watching Reddit videos on, on basically, you can connect your mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Which, it, I mean, so. why don't they just allow it at this point, right? Yeah. And control. No, I, I, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> Anyways, I enjoy it. It's pretty solid, but there are some some glaring issues that need to be fixed. For no, sure. I think it's I think it's a decent season. I think season six was better, and I mean, not every season can be perfect, right? It's it's a part of game development. But that being said, I am excited to rank up the fifty levels again. Yeah, like we did. It's always fun to have a nice little reset. Yeah. That that brings us guys to the last segment of our oh, show. No, we have one more big story, like probably the biggest of the week. Oh yeah, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> Mass Effect Legendary Edition is launching. May 14th. May 14th. That's not too far away. Yeah. I'm actually personally really excited for this because the only Mass Effect I have played is Andromeda. Mm. And although I don't think Andromeda is a bad game, I feel like Andromeda lost its honeymoon phase fairly quickly and just kind of became really repetitive after about four hours or so. Like I said, I don't think it's a bad game. I just don't think it's the best. So I'm excited to play the original trilogy because everybody says it's it's awesome. you can play how as many, Commander Shepard. How many hours is the full trilogy? Oh, the full trilogy? When you're hey, you're counting in. This is coming with all the DLCs too. 
Um, we're talking like 400 hours here uh, <laughs> per <say>. game. <laughs> yeah. Probably 120 and check and correct me. But I, my brain is telling me like 40 hours basically per game. Oh, okay. That's not bad. And, not too bad. And Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, but what's cool about Mass Effect is each game connects with each other. So what you've done in one affects what happens in correct. two. What you've done in two affects yes. what happens in three. Very much so. And yeah. this is one of the first games that did that. Yeah, um, this is going to be exciting. Because there, you make very significant choices on who lives and who dies in very specific scenarios. I like that. And so, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, things have consequences in this game, and there's going to be a lot of game saves. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, over forty DLCs. Which wow. yeah, I mean, I let, let's be honest, I'm sure thirty five of those are worthless. Yeah, that's usually how it there's goes. There's so many. We're so everybody. We're watching the trailers. We're talking. There's so many great moments in this game. It's yeah, it's going to cool. be exciting. And it's probably, you know, it's it's nice that it's coming out because it's leading up to the new Mass Effect 4 that'll eventually come out. Yeah. But yeah, very exciting. May 14th. Beast in chat says there is one DLC that is corrupted and no one has a working version of it. He forgets the name of the DLC, but all the companies involved in its development only have the corrupted version. <laughs> wow. You think they're going to put it crazy. in? That's crazy. They could just redo it? No, just put it in there. Put it in as corrupted. That's yeah. interesting, man. I want to look that up. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. And that brings, us, that brings us to the last segment of our show. Yes. Uh, there you go. This is where we take your questions, answer your questions, make sweet, sweet love to your questions as we answer them. To submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 bros, and go to the community tab. Um, Let's go to Brian F. He says, hey, bros, we got news that only... That not only is the show coming to Xbox, but we're also getting a new college football game, too. That said, growing up, what were your favorite sports games to play and why? Let's start with Spicy. Yeah, uh, FIFA the on the SNES. The really FIFA. Uh, actually, there's several. There's Hit the Ice on the original NES. I love that game. Base Wars. Is that one of yours? What's that? Base Wars. Did you ever play Base Wars? No. Oh, never mind. It's like robot, robot <laughs> baseball. It's great. That sounds like a good time. Let's play fun. Sorry, go ahead. No, hit the ice. NFL hit the ice because that was half hockey, half Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Because you'd pick a fight and then it would go into this like scene. Boom, you know. Um, oh, I loved World Cup soccer. Mm. Super World Cup, I believe it was called. And there was a strategy. You would always just pass it forward and then flip it up and press both buttons on the Nintendo. And you'd do a bicycle kick. And the ball would go. <laughs> go right to the goal. Um, uh, do racing games count? Yeah, that is a sport. Yeah, sport slash racing, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, top. It, can I just say yeah. Top Gear 3000, I think, was one of my favorite games of all time. Very good. But was it 3000 or 2000? I'm pretty sure it's what's, called 3000. What's the off-road Super Nintendo, Bird's Eye View, Monster Trucks? Remember that game? I think uh, it was off, rock, off rock and road. Roll racing. Huh? Rock and Roll Racing is a fantastic no, game. No, it was off-road something. That Monster was a Blizzard Jam? game, by the way. Yeah. Oh, right. Rock and Roll That's Racing. Oh, that was one of their first games. Love that game. Super off road. Yes, Brian F. Super off road. That is and awesome. Then Mike. I think it wasn't there a super off road Baja Baja. Edition? Yeah, yeah. And you could like, uh, you know, super 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 jet your car <laughs> over the yeah things. See any Very other cool. sports games? I loved as far as an actual sports game that I got into pretty deep. It was one of the original EA FIFA games on the Super Nintendo. I actually bought um, when I was a kid, so this was important to me because money was rare. I bought the dongle that made the Super Nintendo go up to five Expansion. players. Mm. Yeah. 
Is it five? Yeah, because it would expand it, and then you could plug in all your controllers specifically for FIFA. Because I love cool, that yeah. game. Yeah. Jordan, yeah. how about you? Sports games. Oh, man. There's uh Oh, NBA Jam. Chat just yeah, mentioned NBA, NBA Jam. NBA Jam was a good one on the Super Nintendo. Tennis. Rejected by remember, the you remember? Oh, Mario oh, Tennis. Virtua Tennis. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah more Mario Tennis, but Mario I think tennis. it was on the Dreamcast. Was it Virtua, Virtua Tennis? Yeah, Virtua Tennis. That was, that was good. You could tennis play on the is memory great card. because it's just A-B. Yeah. A-B. Lob, spike. Lob, Not if you're Wario. If you're Wario, you net. just go. We had to outlaw. He was the odd job of Mario Tennis because <laughs> we had to outlaw him because he was so tall and he'd just stand right in front of the net. You know what we need now? Pickleball game. Pickleball. Pickleball. Volleyball. Pickleball. Volleyball. Okay. So if we're if we're actually Frisbee counting golf. if we're actually counting racing games as sports, and I don't know if you'll count this one or not, but I played this a lot on the original Xbox, and that was the Midnight Clubs. Oh those yes, good call. Those, those were those were like those were those should, are fun. Rockstar should bring that game back. Uh, in chat, Brian F is saying Blitz and Roger Clemens MVP baseball. Yeah. Welcome home, said Blitz, NBA Jam. Blitz was fun because yeah. you could shoot steroids into your players. <laughs> Brother Buddha says Blitz the and league. They would be like, do you want to heal them or get them back in the game? <laughs> <laughs> like, Juice them up, baby. Uh, yeah. Psychotic says NFL Street, and I agree, NBA Street number two was amazing. And That's the street amazing. games were really fun. And a game that I'm very excited that is coming to Xbox it, that was one of my favorite sports games of all time. I would spend hours hot seating this game with my friends. But Football Manager, love that oh, game. Oh, yeah. Love Football that Manager, game. yeah. You don't have to hot seat it anymore. I think, I think NFL or I think NBA Street was so good is because it was basically NBA Jam. It was NBA Jam. Just on the street. And <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> then they had unique style and you yeah. could unlock outfits and stuff. Yeah, it was really cool. They, I, I never played NFL Street. It didn't seem as appealing to me as yeah. NBA Street, but yeah. MLB Slugfest as well as Brother Buddha. Very good. Great question. Thank you very much, Brian F., for writing in. Reactor League writes in and says, with Sony allowing more... Um, with Sony allowing MLB The Show to be released on Xbox, do you think this could give other currently excuse, exclusive PlayStation titles some leverage to request the same deal? My short answer, and then I'll go to Spicy, tell me what you think. My short answer is no. Uh, and the reason of that is MLB controls everything. It would be the same if it would be the same if Madden was exclusive to Xbox. Matt, the NFL holds all the power there, or yeah. FIFA, or whoever whatever governing body there, I think MLB holds all the power to that specific game because of licensing deals. I think it's highly unlikely that we yeah. see anything else like that happen with other Sony. No, I, interactive I agree. Games it's or, it's the same. It's the same concept as Bethesda just in reverse. Sony doesn't take all that time and investment to share their toys. Exactly. You know what I mean? Same as Bethesda. Microsoft's not buying Bethesda to share their toys, right? Yeah. You know, it's just, just so it's they like, were forced because MLB came in and said, we'll give your license to someone else. And they're like, okay, okay. Hey, yeah. Hey, okay. Hey. hey, 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 hey Let's not jump to any <laughs> rash decisions here. Sit back down. Sit back down. We got drinks coming. Relax. Relax. Spicy. Agree with uh, our yeah. analysis there? Yeah. I yeah. think it's just, there's a heavy, you're dealing with a heavy hitter there. <laughs> I see what you did there. That was really good. Great question, Reactor Leak. Uh, next question comes from Blake, the Barber Blake. He oh, says, hey. he says, all right, guys, season one has breathed a new life into Sea of Thieves for me. So my question is this. When are all three of you going to stream that game together? I love watching Sea of, three, sea of, sea of Thieves streams of other gamers, and the chemistry you guys have is perfect for a game like this. Seriously, I think it would be popular if you guys did it. May the wind always be at your back. 
Barbara Blake. So we do have couch casts. Yeah, yeah, we got and one. We coming have up. to do one coming up. We could do Sea of Thieves. We got to discuss it. That's definitely an option, and that's the type of game I that is really fun. The last time we all streamed together a game, wasn't it like Minecraft Dungeons, which was a it good was time? Minecraft yeah, Minecraft Dungeons. Dungeons. So the Sea of Thieves would be another good one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, uh, it, would, would would that be a couch cast? Because we're not actually on our couch. Oh, I think it can. Well, I mean, X- Xbox Live is the virtual couch. It's the virtual true. Couch. It's very true. Okay. We'll put an yeah. overlay of a couch. It's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. sitting there. Just give me all our... your webcams and I'll make it happen. Yeah, bobbleheads. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Blake, thank you very much. Great suggestion. Yeah. Stay tuned. Captain Obvious says, do you guys think we will see Mass Effect remastered specifically for the Series X? I think you will see it for next-gen hardware, PC included. Oh, okay. That's what, what I mean by that is Xbox goes PC and Xbox consoles now hand yeah. in hand, right? Yeah. I think it'll be a both. So you think it'll be like higher fidelity assets specifically it'll, for the Series X and PC? It'll be like Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. It's okay. On the Xbox Series X, it'll be Ultra, and then it'll be up to Ultra on the PC. That's Jordan, true. you think? I Yeah, I think that's basically it. I don't think they're... I don't... I think it's not... I don't think they're going to put that time and effort into it to completely do a specific Series X version. I think it's just going to be basically, hey, here's the version. This version, the PC and the Series X can run in 4K, which we already do know we're getting a 4K remaster. Can run in 4K, whereas some of these older versions of the game can only run in such and such resolution, right? I, I don't think they're putting the time... I don't think they're putting the resources into... into the game to do that. Yeah. And... Yeah, I, know, I won't say that. But anyway, go, yeah. I don't, I don't think <laughs> his filter kicked in. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I won't would. start anything. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're putting the time and money to do that. I think they're just remastering it to get people, you know. Are you not impressed with the remaster? You seem pretty down on it. No, no, I'm excited for it. There's just been a lot of controversy around this game this past week that I find pretty funny. <laughs> and. <laughs> And I uh, think the lens flares. Well, not well, just that. Is another, there's something removing, about uh, people's content bottoms because of there's ass shots they're taking out basically <laughs> because it's too sex. You're sexualizing them or something. So they decided to remove. Have they, they just, never played the originals? Uh, they've decided well, no, to remove they're, they're, the they're, ass they're, shots. <laughs> that's a, and it's that's like a this, summary. That's a Cliff yeah, Notes yeah. version of but it. But anyway, it's this huge thing. I mean, so gamers. Some people are mad because they're changing the original. Other people are mad because the people. It's first of all, I I don't know why they're going through the time and effort to remove it. I don't. I, Just do what Disney does and put a thing at the beginning that says there may be ass. You it might is. be offended by the ass shots. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because it's like, in my opinion, is like, okay. That this—that's why my answer to this question is that I don't think there's going to be a remastered version for the Series X because obviously their time and money is being spent on removing the butt shots, ass shots. <laughs> yeah, which I don't. It makes it's just like it's like okay, well, and first of all, th- th- see, I have this whole thing. Okay, we're since we've talked about it, let's get he into says, it. He says, I guess these people don't watch anime. Yeah, I mean, go which on. first of all, well, I think people complaining. Okay. Do I do I think it's a fair complaint? I guess it could be a fair complaint. Do I think it's stupid to remove it? I do. Yeah. I think just uh, remaster it and it's an original thing. If you're concerned about offending people, I really would just do, do I would get out of this beginning. industry. Do the thing at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. And it's alien ass like, at that. <laughs> well, I guess it's a character named Miranda and I've seen the screenshots. I wow. 
Whoa, Whoa hey, yeah, that's hey. Spicy. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Spicy made sweet love to but I'm telling you, in his, in his because first, of those shots, she was one of the most difficult ones to win. In his in his first playthrough, he made sweet sweet love to her. I still have the game saved. <laughs> no, well, it's the same with uh, it's the same with. You know what they could do, which would be hilarious. Do what like grounded does. If you if you want it to be something, they switch it to. Like puffy clouds or something, you know, like grounded does yeah. with spiders. They have the uh, what the uh, that would be the, hilarious. The butt slider, the butt slider, yeah. <laughs> no, I just think, I think, I think that's why we're not going to get a specific remastered for Series X because obviously their time and effort is being spent elsewhere. Uh, that and lens flares, which I do think is funny so, too. That's so interesting. They're removing it because it was like, was it highly sexual or something, right? Or is like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, know I don't I, I think her character. Is she, her character is supposed to be a very attractive person on purpose to be like to get in and assassinate and and do, that's her character. It's yeah. like Widowmaker, you know, on uh, on Overwatch. That character is supposed to be highly intriguing, highly you know, just attractive on purpose. Well, I don't understand. <laughs> that's like counterintuitive to the character progression in that game. Well. I, it's or the character. What I the just, character is in that game. I don't. I don't get it. Well, so Matt Balsey says, isn't she like an android? I'm not going to get any spoilers. Well, they're removing like other like same. It's the same here. Here they're also saying they're removing same sex cutscenes to avoid controversy. Just leave it all. Yeah, in. Just leave it in there. Leave it in. If you could do it in the original game, that's what I want to play. Yeah. I want to have the original experience. Leave it as is. I mean, people. So if, I, I saw. It's so, also a game that. Banks on decisions like I can make any decision and there's consequences. Yeah, I want to have those options. Yeah, and okay, as referring to the, the ass, yeah, <laughs> the way She's I look at it, genetically enhanced to have that ass, <laughs> like that's part of her character. It makes she sense. actually says that I've been genetically enha- enhanced to have this bad boy, right? Like <laughs> that—that's her character. I don't get what the I don't get. Well, it. I think it's controversy for people who don't play games. Well, really? So the people who aren't going to buy your games anyway? You probably. I mean, <laughs> well, what's funny is like, why is this a thing? Like, it's like, okay, well, she has a nice butt. I mean, so does Shepard. Shepard. I mean, what's... Yeah. Uh, what, That's very this true. This is what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Well, I'm talking, I'm talking male and female Shepard. They, they have very nice... Features. Features. Yeah, both of them. I mean, you can't just wear that suit and look not good, you know? But anyway, basically, well, what, 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 this whole week I was confused is like, well, when did the world stop liking butt? You know? I mean, it was like, I think it was 2017. Oh, is that what it was? I was like, I'm what pretty did sure it, that was know, the year. When, I don't understand. Like, like whether, there's a lot of things, you know? I think that was the year. I, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it. It's going to be, I'm going to say it. People can get mad at me, but whether you're a, a, a guy or a girl, everyone likes a nice butt. I mean, that's just how it is. I'm not mad at you for that. Yeah, I just I I when did that stop? Twenty seventeen. How did we go down this rabbit hole? What that's what that that's what's the gaming industry is revolved around this week, and it just it blows my mind because it's like All the Mass Effect controversy that is kind of non-controversy. Yeah, at least the lens flare is, has some type of clout. You it's know, funny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, it was just it's just it's. Going back to the original question, that's why I don't think there's going to be a specific Series X version because obviously their time and effort is spent on what would you call it, de-assing the game, <laughs> dassing. dassing. There you go. And remo- which, removing love scenes. Which I mean, at that point, like, why stop there? Like, like all that alien. I don't know. I mean, you could really. It's just weird. 
Like, I don't There's know. There's definitely yeah. very specific aliens in that game that I don't want to see their butt. Like the rock dude? I don't know. Yeah, well, why not, though? Yeah, I've yeah. seen. I bet you that guy's got some. I've seen the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? I'm just saying. Like, Miranda, of all the ones to see, that one should be the one promoted. <laughs> Great question, Captain Obvious. Sorry we uh, went off on a huge tangent. Yeah. Look, to, to me, it's just like, who cares? Why are you changing that? Like, I, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't want anything changed in any original game. Just yeah. keep it. I mean, some people, well, the argument that's come up this week is like, well, they changed stuff in Final Fantasy Remake, which, yes, they did. Yeah, but they changed the whole game. Yeah, the thing is, before, and they did they did make one sexual change that I also thought was pointless as well. Interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah, but anyway. Anubis, or not Anubis, Chris BD writes in and says, do you think Microsoft would have released Halo last year uh, if there was not so much outcry about it? That's actually a really good question. My, I don't think so. And part of the reason that I was, I was a little bit angry about the, the way that Microsoft handled Halo is I don't think they had an intention of releasing. I think they knew where it was at when they showed us what they showed us at the preview and they knew it was going to be delayed. I don't think that there was a chance of it releasing last year. See, I'm, I'm upset because of the opposite of that. I do think they would have released it. Oh. And then they got all the backlash and were like, okay, fine, we'll fix things. Um, and I just think the whole thing was mishandled. Because like I said, if you know it's not ready, you shouldn't release it. Yeah. And oh, they, they, they knew, come on, you're, you're what, two weeks out? Two, uh, four weeks out? Come on, you know at that point that it's not ready. Well, that, but that's It's just like I'm Cyberpunk. I they think, knew it wasn't ready. I think they, they knew they wanted to keep the hype for that show on Halo Infinite. And I think that that was a PR mistake. Yeah. Spicy. I I just want the game ready. I've said Amen. that a million times. Amen, brother. And if they uh, if they take out Master Chief's bottom, <laughs> so help me, I will I will lose it. I know because we've all wanted to <laughs> yeah. see that. Well, the who they remove is Cortana's. Yeah, that would be unfortunate. Yeah, her digital. Her digital. Her digital. Well, yeah. What was it like? Reach. That's when it got really good. And you're like, wow, the graphics are. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Cortana's been upgraded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, great question, Chris BD. Thank you very much uh, for writing that. Well, our last question comes from Anubis. And he wants to know our demo's back. He says, I feel like launches of Anthem, Fallout 76, and Cyberpunk have shaken the trust of gamers. And I have noticed an influx of demos lately. Demos have been few and far between, I feel like, for the better part of this last generation. But we had a bunch in lieu of E3, and just this year we had some demos for Balin Wonderland, Little Nightmares 2, uh, Outriders, Fuser. Uh, he says, I'm forgetting some. So my question to you, bros, is do you agree demos are back, or have they always stuck around and I'm just crazy? Also, the increase, also is the increase due to shaky AAA launches or something else, perhaps COVID? So I think, I think uh, Spicy, why don't you tackle this one first? What are your thoughts on I demos? I think demos were renamed to beta testing. I agree with, <laughs> yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I think that's what it is now. It's beta testing. So, And it gives the devs an opportunity to do a lot of things under the hood that they otherwise wouldn't be able to. It's a, it's a chance to get hype around the games, which is exactly what demos did originally too. They want people to play it. They want to taste it, and they want to get people excited to buy it, right? Yeah. That's just the new... I think that's what it is. The internet has created beta testing instead of demos discs. Yeah, right? I agree with that. Jordan? Uh, yeah, no, I, th- I think Mark's right. I think demos have essentially become beta testings. I, th- I think some companies like Capcom and Resident Evil, I think they do it really well. Like the Resident Evil 8 demo that they just came out with, it's, ex- it's exclusive to PlayStation 5. It's not actually really like a demo of the game. 
it's essentially like a graphical showcase of the game. It, you could beat it in 10 minutes if you yeah. want, right? But it, I think it brings hype to the game, yeah. which is really exciting. Another one that I thought they did really well is, do you guys remember the kitchen demo for Resident yeah. Evil 7 yeah. on the VR? Oh, yeah, that, that made insane. That made me go, oh, wow, Resident Evil, you're stepping it. I mean, that was really cool. So I think they do it really well. I think demos... I like demos. Uh, Mark's right. They, they've essentially become beta tests, especially with your multiplayer games, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, I would like to see more, I guess. You know? <laughs> and that is well, the I, end of my sentence. Well, I, <laughs> I, I think this year we saw legit demos like at E3 because of COVID. So there was no in-person stuff. So they did like these digital, try this game digitally for during this announcement or whatever. I think we are going to see more of that in the future. And I think... I think we're going to see more beta testing, like well, you guys said as well. I think we're, the internet has has changed everything. Well, demos slash beta testing are basically a marketing tool. Yeah. I mean, a demo more so is a marketing tool than a beta test, but yeah. I think basically I think beta, beta tests are demos yeah. <laughs> at this yeah. point. But, uh, I mean, look at... Uh, the thing about a look beta at, over a demo, though, where you have the advantage is this, is, this sucks, it's broken. Beta. Yeah, beta. <laughs> beta. That's what Guys, they say. It's a beta. Well, if you look at uh, the reason I think it's a marketing tool is because if you look at Overwatch, Overwatch had that what was it like a three day test that everybody could play, and their pre order number skyrocketed. So what did they do? They extended it by a week Woo! to let people. You know what I mean? Like I, th I think it's, I think it's actually a very useful marketing tool for the developer. Yeah, absolutely. That does us for today's stream, everybody. Thank you very much for writing in. Thank you for hanging out. For those of you who are here over on YouTube in chat. Join us for the after party. Gets naughty at the after party. <laughs> oh, dear. Subject during today's after party will be Jordan's ass. <laughs> well, shall we remove it or keep it? <laughs> From the show. From the show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We love you guys. Have a great week. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Okay.